Everybody's running buddies here. Kelly Smith. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, definitely bundle up. It's uh, it has it turned cold on us, has it not? It has certainly. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it was just warm, maybe overly warm for a while, but that's the way it works in Indiana. You know what I mean? It's that's everything right. except for the way it's supposed to be, for the most part. Either we ran out of uh, propane somewhere down the line, or just somebody flipped that switch. I don't think it's one of the two. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, it is. Oh, man. It got that way in a hurry. Yeah. If you're a, yeah. a morning kind of runner and go out first thing, woof, I, uh, yeah. uh, you, you certainly have my respect. The afternoons are cool, <laughs> but this is just, it's, I don't know, 27 degrees right now, something like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, crazy. Tough crazy. way to go, and I guarantee you there are people running, and there will be when it gets down to single digits, there will be people out there, you know, yep. putting in the miles because that's what they do. That's right. That's right. So, well, and some of those people we may see could be some of these cross-country teams that just finished up. Uh, You know, um, we'll let the coaches kind of tell you what happened here in a moment. But uh, I I guess from a a top level, a quick recap on the boys' side, which was the first meet Carmel ran away with this. Um, They had uh, their top four finishers all finished in the top 20 on the team scores uh, with 76 points. The second place team was Fishers with 185 points. So it told you how much, how really dominating this year Carmel was. A lot of seniors on that Carmel team. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Um, and then on the girls' side, uh, a little closer, Homestead wins it, uh, beating Fort Wayne Concordia Lutheran, uh, 108 to 115. So uh, just uh, seven points separating the top two teams on the girls' side. But, um, you know, a little mixed bag, I think, for us, as you'll hear from the coaches. Uh, as far as success is concerned, I, you know, we'll preface this by saying we do have a couple of all staters yeah. uh, here from Bloomington, so the the streak continues uh, for that. But um, you know, team wise, probably not exactly what some of our folks were expecting. But uh, where do you want to start? Yeah, well, let's uh, uh, let's start with Coach Williams. I've got him uh, stacked up here, so uh, we'll Perfect. start with Coach Williams on the south side and uh, see what he has to say about his boys' performance at state uh, this past Saturday. Bloomington South boys cross-country team had a solid state performance this past weekend over Laverne Gibson at the uh, IHSAA state championships. Uh, We came away with a 19th place uh, as a team, Uh, but again, as I said, a solid run. We had most of the boys right around their uh, best time on Laverne Gibson or or even ahead of that, and uh, we talked about how to run this race. It was a very deep field, and as it turned out, a very fast field, maybe one of the uh, fastest state meets ever ran at Laverne Gibson, and uh, so we're proud to be a part of it, proud to be able to compete the way that they did. um, I was proud of the boys because of uh, the way they ran it, uh, the following pretty much what we had outlined for them. Um, it's just hard to know how fast that group was going to go. And uh, and they did. The, the first K was very fast, uh, even moving into the second K for for the whole field. I know Ryan uh, Reem went out in a three or a 247 and uh, put himself right up in the, uh, the top group as we had looked for. Joe Zinkin did a great job, was in a, a wonderful position going into the uh, 4K, uh, continued to battle from that position. Uh, Hunter Tabor 
just uh, uh, just kept at it the whole time. Uh, Su Ming Zhang had his best race ever at Laverne Gibson. Uh, Luke Reinhardt got a lot of uh, a lot of experience as a freshman stepping onto uh, the field for um, as uh, for the state meet and uh, will be a big help for us next year. Sam Lutz, uh, same type of thing as a sophomore, just great experience from it. And Marshall Caldwell making a return trip uh, back to state has uh, kind of battled with some injuries and things this year, but uh, uh, was really on it for, uh, for this particular day. So uh, first four guys uh, for us are seniors. Uh, really going to miss them. Um, they've been a big part of, of what we've done over the last several years. Uh, uh, three of them, this is their Ryan, Joe, and Hunter. This was their third state meet to be a part of, and so it's going to be tough to uh, to replace them next year, but we think we got some young guys who have uh, come up with a lot of experience, as I've mentioned before uh, throughout this whole year so that should be a, a, a positive for us uh, Ryan placed 11th overall in a time of 15.25 Joe Zinkin was 36th place in a time of 15.50 Hunter Tabor was 151st in 1630. Uh, Suming uh, Zhang was 190th in time of 1650. Uh, 225th place, Luke Reinhardt. And then 234th place, uh, Sam Lutz. And then Marshall Caldwell in 237. So, um, and then within the last couple of days, we have learned uh, that both Ryan Ream and Joseph Zinkin have been uh, uh, on November 18th, um, representing the state of Indiana. Uh, both have accepted that, so they have at least one more race to go uh, before shutting things down for this season. Uh, but very proud for those two young men, uh, to, for them to go represent uh, not only themselves, but the program and it's uh, also. Um, again, happy for those seniors, for what they've been able to do. Uh, look forward to the future and uh, look forward to uh, uh, another season, uh, working hard to try to get back to the state meet. All right. Yeah, we'll look forward to uh, seeing what they can do with that All-Star meet. That'll be a lot of fun. Ryan Ream really uh, found it there at the end of the season, man. He did. You know, what a great way to kind of round up his four years in the cross-country side of things. All-state, uh, which I believe is the second year in a row. Um, just uh, fantastic. Uh, just a great job. 11th place finish on a fast day, as Larry said. 1524.3 was the time. Uh, he was right in there, you know, uh, anywhere from uh, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th through, gosh, those guys went, 8th uh, place went uh, 1521, 18th place went, uh, you know, 1531. That's so, flying. Uh, and, yeah. and that's not an easy course either. That's not a flat <laughs> no. course at all, you know? No, no, no. And that's 10 guys. <laughs> in 10 seconds right. in that you know it's it's yeah you let up at all right there but i look he's ryan's a quality kid i remember him on the uh, mag 7 race series as a young man doing his thing it's really really good to see him he's been on the show before he, he represents himself his school and our community extremely well wherever he goes so very proud of ryan very proud of the team joe zink and i don't know joe real well but i really got a chance to see him really loved what i saw last year in track and the way he stepped up it's great to see him continue his success as well as he gets a a uh, you know a top uh, 40 finish and uh, and an opportunity to to represent uh, Indiana in that all-star meet so that's fun yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun let's uh, check in with coach Worthen on the north side Bloomington North finished uh, in 10th place uh, not exactly what uh, we wanted or expected but um, 
it uh, is a solid finish. You know, in most years, you would say a top 10 finish is, is really good. It's just that our expectation was a little higher this year. Uh, leading the way this uh, for the state meet was Kalen D'Onofrio. Uh, he ran 15.40, which was personal best for him. He scored 15 uh, points for us. Uh, his brother, Dominic D'Onofrio, was our second man, ran 16.10. He scored 48 points. Jacob Mitchell was our third man. Running 16-12, he scored 51 points. Uh, Caleb Winders was our fourth man, running 16-25, scoring 80 points. And Jack Holden rounded out our top five in 16-40 and scored 105 points. So, um, again, uh, a little bit um, underachieved, uh, I guess, is, is a good way of putting it for the state meet. Um Top 10 finish is, is good. Um, this is a, was a very good team, did some great things throughout the season, uh, just wound up a little short in the state state championships. Um, our f- final two finishers, Aiden Pierce was our sixth man. He ran 16.58, and Reed Pierce was our seventh man, running 17.34. Thank you. <laughs> little, little shorter, not as, not as much to say, but right, uh, you right. know, I get it. I, <laughs> I, ran, I, I ran for coach. I, like you said, look, a top ten finish is always a good finish. It, it really is. It, oh, and, sure. And, yeah, uh, there's a lot of teams that uh, that yeah. don't make it to state. You know, I mean, and, right. and that's in the upper half of the teams that do make it to state. That's right. And and but you know, you can kind of tell between the two coaches, you know, Larry thought, hey, we went up there, did what we could do, and you know, we were right around our best times. We got a couple of guys up top, got an all stater, you know, all things considered good good meet for uh for the Panthers. On the other end of it, you know, I think Coach Warden obviously was looking for a top five finish. To give you some perspective, they had beaten Columbus North a couple of times this year. Columbus North finished sixth in the meet. Uh right. they beat Floyd Central in the regional. Uh, Floyd Central finished seventh. So if Bloomington North comes and does what they, you know, if they've gone up there and done probably what they should have, uh, they're they're probably looking at a top five finish and getting on the podium. Now, that's the bad side of things. The good side of things, a lot of these guys come back. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, they'll reload and uh, do it again next year. Exactly. So they've got a lot to look forward to. Um, great performance by Kalen D'Onofrio, sophomore, uh, who gets in the uh, top 20, uh, well, Top 26. It was 26 place. This is it's kind of like being uh, top 25 is all state. Right. So top 20, yeah, top 26. Uh, Zane Meyer, you'll hear in a moment, was was 28th from Edgewood. So two guys right there in the top 30. Joe Zinkin was uh, was top 36. Again, nothing wrong with those finishes. Great finishes. It's unfortunate to be right outside of that that uh, top 25 mark. But anyway, a lot of those guys coming back. Um, you know, Z- uh, Kalen D'Onofrio was the third. Uh, sophomore to finish so you know uh, he'll have a, a great experience going back next year to state meet see what he can do with that and uh, one thing I do want to mention Martin Barco from Martinsville we've m- mentioned Martin's name a lot uh-huh. of times finishes 22nd so he does get an all-state finish uh, uh, for him so uh, a great conclusion to his cross-country career up in Martinsville too so Martin did a great job no doubt about it let's uh Switch to the girls' side for a minute. Talk to uh, Coach Rensick from the South Side. She was she had to say. The South girls competed at the state meet this past weekend out on the Laverne Gibson cross-country course in Terre Haute. 
and the Panthers were 14th in the state out of uh, 25 teams, so the top 25 teams in the state they're competing. That's two spots better than we were last year, so uh, an improvement overall for the team finish. We were, however, missing our top runner in Jasmine Martolio, who tweaked her Achilles last week or the previous week at the regional meet and just wasn't able to go. Um, So that was tough for us, but the rest of the team really stepped up and performed pretty much right where we thought that they they would. Everybody ran really, really well. Our top finisher was Aurelia Martolio in her second race back from her injury, first race in spikes, and uh, she threw down quite a performance. So 18.33 for her over 5K, which is about a 30-second PR for her and um, the fastest time run on the team this year. So I was really happy to see her finish the season strongly after, you know, fighting through an injury and really training hard to come back. Uh, Second across the line for us was Lexi Kolbaum. She finished in 62nd place with a time of 19.01. So as a freshman to um, just have a really strong and amazing season for her, we're really happy with how she did. That's a PR for her on that course. I'm excited to see how she comes back next year as a sophomore with that state experience under her belt. Third across the line for us, senior Tammy Kuhn, finishing out her high school career under 20 minutes at 19.55. She finished in 158th place. And then fourth across the line, Mary Asplund. She finished in 183rd place. She was 2012 um, for her time. Mary had been sick all week, so we were happy to have her back um, and really excited to see her run um, You know, close to her best time on that course after being out all week. And then our fifth and final scorer, was Kate Barretta finishing in 202. So as a senior, I think that's she, I think she ran 20. So yeah, she ran 20:33. I believe that's um, close to her best time or her best time on that course. Um, sixth for us, Clara Graham in 20:44, and and seventh for us, Grace Stringer, who stepped in um, to fill Jasmine's spot, finished in 21:03. So overall, all the girls ran really close to what they've been running all year. So we're happy to see them be able to perform at the state meet. Last year we had a rough state meet where I think you know just the atmosphere kind of gets to them a little bit. And this year they showed up and they they did what we expected them to do. Um, Really excited to have um, this young team come back come back next year. We'll have the twins. We'll have Lexi, and uh, we'll have Mary, and then um, our juniors coming back. Grace Stringer and Lizzie Merkley um, should be in that varsity group next year, and then hopefully some strong incoming freshmen. So we're excited for the end of the season, so we can rest a little bit. But really, really proud of um, how the girls performed and raced and competed and fought um, all year long. So now we we rest and then we head into the track season. Man, there you go. Just amazing uh, how well she was able to bounce back after being hurt for so long. And then uh, second race back after the injury and uh, runs a 30-second PR. That's impressive, Kelly. Yeah, I mean those both the twins. I mean, you know, her sister Jasmine. She she did it um, as well. You know, through regionals and right. um, you know was second place at regional with eighteen forty nine. So obviously, you know, on a real nice trajectory coming back. That trajectory, I should say, coming back. And then, you know, look, you, you, you tweak a little bit, and you're not the same. You you don't want to get out there and risk it on that fast meet. I mean, number one, the course is, is, a, is a faster course. But you've never – you can't explain to somebody until you run it how fast a state meet is. It's just – it's it's pure speed from the top 
to you know from the front to the end i mean it's 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 incredible and so uh you know uh you get sick at all you get a little injury here or there it can really make a difference so not running jasmine obviously was big for them uh mary being a little under the weather maybe not running her race um you know uh, you heard him a little bit but uh glad to see that that uh, jill was happy with it I'm glad to see the girls went down there and the girls that did compete did well and uh certainly you know aurelia did fantastic 32nd place just a few places out of all state so uh and like charlie's team she got a lot of these kids coming back so yeah. uh lot, yeah a lot of uh expectations and what you don't often get in cross country because sometimes it takes four years to build up to it you get another chance so uh, we're lucky down here Bloomington North got another chance and uh, Bloomington South girls got another chance next year so it'll be fun absolutely well I'll check in with one more coach here coach Evans uh, over at Edgewood state meet last weekend um the boys we had zane competing as an individual you know supposed to be somewhere around 50 to 60 uh going into the race ran extremely well ended up uh in 28th so um really excited about that only three spots away from being considered all state and getting a medal uh that went from 20 to 25 this year uh to line up with what the coaches association had always recognized in the past so that just sets them up well for next year i believe there were 12 senior years ahead of him um in the race so you know the 16th returner that sounds pretty good so you know just a result of a lot of hard work a lot of miles put in over the summer over the last track season and just uh just continual improvement for zane and so and so hopefully next year um see more than just him there um but excited for how he did and a good sign for the boys and how they're training going forward on the girls' side, not a whole lot to say really about the race. Um, they ran a pretty average race uh, compared to most of our meets this season. But even on a really good day, uh, you know, we move up maybe two spots. You know, it's just that's kind of where we were at as a team this year. Finished 23rd out of 25 teams. Not a bad spot to be. I mean, there's 350 some teams that compete in cross country in the state of Indiana and to say that you finished 23rd is a pretty big accomplishment I mean you know look at something like NCAA basketball it's a similar number of teams that are in division one and when you can end the season saying that you were in the top 25 it's usually a pretty good season you know I wish IU basketball would finish that high most years so I'm feeling pretty good coming away from it we return six out of seven next year we feel really good about that and who those are coming back. So um, the seven that competed, just to get their names out there, that was uh, Hannah Crane, Riley Haskett, Ellie Vagadis, Allie Bland, Nyeli Young, Riley Burnett, and Narissa Zelhoff-Ariaga. So a lot of them ran uh, pretty close to their best time of the season. Or um, Narissa, for instance, did run her best time of the season. So doing it when it matters at the end. So feeling good. Uh, excited for next year as well. And there you go. Yeah, it's uh, uh, going to be a, a fun time. I think uh, he's taking some kids uh, along that USATF F path as well and uh, going to head towards Junior Olympics, I believe. I could be wrong there, but uh, I'll verify that and we can uh, keep up with them and uh, see what they're up to as they uh, do some more postseason running. Yeah, well, I, you know, really, this is a great success story for for Zach and the Edgewood team. I mean, uh, you know, starting with uh, with Zane and his uh, 28th place finish, um, I think the boys all year long, you know, um, outperformed their expectations. Really, the, the, the team did. Both teams did. Sure. Uh, but what a great experience for Zane. He gets to come back next year, I think. 
you know, this puts him in elite company statewide. And and I think now he knows, hey, I'm a pretty damn good runner. You know, not that he didn't know that before, but if right, he didn't, right. good. You know, and that kind of confidence and that kind of approach now to track season, and then again in, in cross country, will be not only helpful to him but the, his teammates as well to see that. So, yeah, uh, no doubt about it, yeah. it is uh, hugely mental. And when you're up front and know you're supposed to be there, rather than uh, just being happy to be there, um, yep. it, it, the expectation that you're going to be up front makes a big difference. That's right. That's right. Um, on the girls' side, um, you know, Edgewood, by the way, uh, tells you kind of a little bit about Edgewood, their conference and what they're doing. Indian Creek girl, sophomore, Libby Dowdy, won the race. Wow. So, don't yeah, another Southern Indiana girl. So, it's good to see that up there. And, yeah. and uh, shows you the kind of competition that's starting to, to come out of that, uh, uh, you know, out of that uh uh, at the top of that conference, uh, Northview, uh, Ella Hayes, who's also in that conference, she finished uh, 16th to all state. So, you know, uh, there's some there's some good things happening over in Ellettsville and Edge was doing a great job. Um, you know, again, another coach just kind of crazy gets another chance at it next year with a lot of those girls coming back. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's great uh, on the north side. I know we're not hearing from uh, from Justin Helmer, but he's got to be happy because uh, Nola Summers Glenn, who, you know, was all state in the 800 in the spring. She gets 24th place with an 1821 race uh you know great race for nola uh she's a senior so really really good to see her end up her cross-country career as an all-state finisher so it's all said and done rick we had two all-state finishers mm -hmm. we had a top 10 team finish uh from bloomington north um as um as Jill said, a top 15 finish on her side, but two spots better than they did last year. She felt disappointed with her uh, performance last year, but was was pretty, you know, uh, solid with the team this year. And then you got Edgewood uh, with uh, Zane making a, what a great, great state run he had and uh, a, a girls team that top 25, but more to expect next year. So I think all in all. Maybe not what some people wanted, but uh, like I said, they get a chance to do it again next year, and we get to see uh, what happens in the in the spring. Working on the speed always helps in the cross country season, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt. Hey, uh, while we uh, wrap that up, uh, as far as cross country goes uh, this year, we need to talk about some of the five K stuff going on because uh, those are still happening, and uh, I believe we've got one coming up this weekend, right, Kelly? On yeah, the we do. The series. Yeah, well, on the MAG-7 series, we've got um, one uh, November 4th cabin fever uh -huh. uh, in Nashville. We've got actually two races in Nashville this weekend, which oh, is, is kind it? of interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, but with our MAG-7 one, is cabin fever, and that race is on the cross-country course. So if you're familiar with Nashville, if you go through, well, not through town, but you take a, take a right there at the uh, light as you're coming into town, um, and you start to head towards Columbus, just past the high school on the right, before you get to the park, you'll notice a softball field, a baseball field right there. That is the entrance to the cross-country course. So uh, they'll be running that this year on the course. And um, uh, that race starts at, give me a second here. It starts at noon, which is a fantastic right. time because uh, we've had this really cold weather, but uh, the high Saturday, I believe, is 62 degrees. It's going to be a beautiful day to be on that cross-country course there in Brown County. I think folks are really going to enjoy uh, running around the woods there. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And that's a smooth it's course. Don't uh, don't let me say running around the woods make you think of roots and trees and things like that. That's a full-on cross-country oh. course, so it's it's going to be smooth and uh, a lot of fun, I think. 
That's exactly right. This is a course that was groomed for speed and for people to enjoy. I mean, this is something that Rob Abraham and Brown County have put a lot of years and tears and hard work into. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good course. It's flat. Uh, it, you won't find that much in Brown County, but it's in a valley there and it's really a fast track. So it's uh, if you haven't done a, 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 a trail run, you've ever wanted to do one, honestly, getting a course like this is where you do it because uh, like you said rick it's a good course and then across the street uh just a little bit further to uh to the west at the um earlier in the morning at nine o'clock we've got the flannel 5k which is being put on by um hard truth oh okay. so uh, yeah so i'll be out there timing that so if you want to uh want to head out there and maybe pull a pip chamberlain you yeah. can do a 5K at 9, turn around, maybe go and have some breakfast or something in uh, Nashville, come back out and do another one, uh, you know, Cabin Fever 5K in the, uh, on, the, on the course at noon. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then, I tell you what, if you really want to make it a full Nashville day, the Del McCurry Band, the greatest bluegrass band in maybe uh, the world today, <laughs> plays at the Brown County uh, Music Center that night. So I'll be at that one too. So uh, <laughs> very good. Yeah. You you've got a weekend in Brown County. You can hit oh. Pip Chamberlain up to find out where the breakfast spot is too, because I you know, guarantee you he'll have that one laid out there. You know, I may do that. I may hang out and time that race, head on over to this and give people a hard time at the finish line, you know, and then uh, stick around town and go to that Del McCurry show in the evening. So that, that might not be a bad day. You have a wonderful day planned. Hey, uh, don't forget the <laughs> next weekend as well. Uh, that Saturday would be November 11th. That's Veterans Day. And Bloomington Parks and Rec has a uh, Veterans Day 5K and one-mile walk taking place at Switchyard Park. For information on that one, go to bloomington.in.gov. And uh, and and search for that. You'll you'll find all the information on how to register and uh, what the timeline is. But uh, that'll be a fun one and an appropriate one on that uh, Veterans Day as well. Absolutely, that'd be fun. And uh, just a reminder to the Max Seven folks: you only got three races left. So if you're looking for some points, uh, you might want to head out. The, like I said, this weekend in Nashville. Then we've got one on November 18th and uh, December 2nd. So uh, check the calendar on Max7RaceSeries.com and uh, get those points before the season's over. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank all the coaches for uh, taking the time this cross-country season to send us those reports every single week. We appreciate it. It's a lot of fun hearing from the coaches themselves and getting their takes on uh, how things are developing and uh, their wrap-up of the state meet. We uh, certainly appreciate them taking the time to uh, to file those reports with us. And uh, we'll do it again next year, of course. And uh, next week we'll start talking more about 5Ks and things like that because uh, we're kind of into the off-season next week, Kelly. So, uh, so rest up for a week, and then we'll get back at it, all right? Absolutely. I'll, I'm, I'll be ready to go. I'll be, I'm, I'm a little, you know, the season has worn me out a little bit, but if you give me a week, I'll, I'll be ready to come back and be strong. I like that. There we go. Uh, get the podcast online, of course, whcc105.com. Kelly, thanks for taking the time this morning. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Rick.